headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. This is the Ramsey Show. It's where America hangs out to have a conversation about life, money, work, relationships, and more. The phone number is 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman. Co-hosting with me today, George Camel. It's uh, Coleman and Camel, the law firm you should never uh, Don't hire, hire us for law advice. Yeah, not at all. But we can give you advice. It's free, so it is worth uh, what you pay for. Keep that in mind. But we're here to help out, uh, specifically in areas of money and work-life issues as well. 888-825-5225. Alberta, Canada is where we go next. Maggie is there. Maggie, how can we help? Oh, hi. Um, really awesome to talk to you guys. I feel like I'm talking to celebrities. This is really cool. Wow. You need to get out more, Maggie. <laughs> yeah, I got to tell you. Yeah. You set your sights a little higher if we're celebrities, but thank you for the nice words. We're kind. excited to talk to you. Nice. Okay. Um, so I guess like my question is, so I'm a single mom and I work full time and I'm just wondering how I can increase and actually start making income from my side hustle. Okay. What is your side hustle? Um, I make reusable baby wipes from upcycled material. All right. Now I got to tell you, I am absolutely locked in now. How does this, how does one do this and explain what that means upcycled? Like explain the whole deal. Yeah. So I just, um, I buy, I go to like, um, a thrift store and I get essentially like old sheets that people have donated, obviously not like super damaged ones um and i use that material instead of using new um and then i essentially sew them together in a nice way that people can use uh to use um for baby like specifically like baby bum wipes because i use them and obviously being a single parent i saved a lot of money that way um so you take old you take used bed sheets yes cut them up sew them into uh, baby bum size wipes and you, and it's like a cloth wipe but it's a sheet and then you wash them and reuse them? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. wow. Well, what has this business done so far? Um, It hasn't yet. That's the thing. So, I, I'm really good at making them um, but everything else, I get really overwhelmed right. <laughs> and well, we need to make sure media. there's a market need yeah. for. It. Do, Are do, people do, asking for do this? You, do you tell your girlfriends who have babies about this concept, and do you do you let them borrow some if that's a thing? Um, I definitely have gave some away. I guess a part of me like maybe feels a bit weird. I'm just like, oh my god, like they're gonna think I'm a weirdo for for being so obsessed with my own idea, <laughs> yeah. if that makes any sense. So well, like, it is a really niche thing, right? It's so. extremely niche. Now, I've heard of the reusable diapers, and I imagine it's something similar to that. Well, George doesn't know what this is like, but back in my day, yeah, we had cloth diapers, you know? So I get it. It's so just, this falls under that category, right, Maggie? Yes. Yes, yeah. 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 But the reason that people moved on from cloth diapers is the reason why I think you got a challenge with this product, and I don't want to... You know, part this isn't the Shark pun. Tank here. I, I don't mean, want to poo-poo your idea. No pun intended. No, I actually yeah. intended that pun. Actually, I had to. Yeah. It was just right there. But 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 here's the thing. Uh, the reason we moved on from that is because of the uh, just the sheer amount of time that's saved. 
you know, with the baby wipes and, and then we throw them away and, and then we move on. And I don't want to, again, rob you of your joy on this, but you've got to determine if there's an actual market for this. And we start small. And it is overwhelming for anybody to have an idea, no matter what it is, and then try to get that idea out there. But the way you start is testing in real life, okay? So are any of my girlfriends interested in this? Like, you literally need to go, hey, I need you to shoot me straight. You're not going to hurt my feelings. But if if I made these for you and let you test them out, will you test them out and tell me whether or not you would do this? you got to get some real feedback on the idea here because this could be so niche that nobody in the world wants to do it. And so then we go, okay, I love the idea for me. It's a novelty. It's something I'm going to do. But as it relates to being a single mom and making money, I've got to do something where I'm using my skill and experience and I'm transferring value. That's what you've got to do here. So I think it's a long shot on this. I want to, I don't want to be unkind, but I think this is just a long, long, long shot. And I wouldn't put much more time into it other than it takes to really, truly test it locally. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't. I don't want to deflate you, but I'm just telling if you. If you're using this as a passion project, I think it's great. If you're trying to pay off debt and you've got financial goals ahead of you, yeah, I think you should find something you can do today that will bring in money today, guaranteed. And you can still work on this and have it be a passion project. And there are ways you can try to test this idea. Maybe join some of these kind of crunchy mom Facebook groups, people that really want to lean into natural products. What does crunchy mean? That means they're very, they want to go all natural. They don't want to use, you know, traditional medication. They want to use essential oils and more natural. I think that's the target demo, Maggie, I would assume, right? Of people who would be interested in this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely want you to test it. But test it locally, to George's point, maybe in some uh, some online communities. Yes. Put your product up there. Show them how you do it. Uh, see if you can get a blog post out there. You just got to see if there's any appetite for this product. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess I'm just, like, stressed, too, because I'm on baby step two, and it's like, I'm a single mom, so working, you know, I, if I could work 24 hours a day, I definitely would be right now because that's how determined I feel. But having yeah. a little one, it's just like I need something that I can do from home at least. Okay. Right? And I thought. All right. Now, that, so, so here's the deal. Let me help you right there because I, I want you to test this out and keep this thing alive until there's no evidence that says there's a market for this. Maybe there is a market for it. But right now, we need to put that on the back burner. And what you need to be doing is, okay, how many hours a week do you have to be able to work? And what can you do remotely? And remote work is as popular as it's ever been on this planet. And you just need to look at what skills you have, what experience you have, make a list, and you go, okay, I'm going to apply for these type of jobs. Maybe it's a customer service job where you're on the phone X amount of hours a day helping people. It's not fun. It's not great. But it allows you to get out of debt and be at home near the baby. Do you understand what our focus is? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You look, you just do what you can do right now. Okay? Because of the baby and because of the debt and everything you got going on, we are focused on high priority stuff, all right? And then you could test the 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 baby wipe thing on the side while you're doing that, not put any pressure on yourself. That needs to be a labor of love, something you want to see if it works, but no pressure on it. And that'll take away that feeling, George, of being overwhelmed. Because listen, any entrepreneur, no matter what the product or service is, just to think of the finished product and how do I get it out there? But that can an, take years. Can to get paralyze off the you. Uh, analysis paralysis is what it's called. And uh, right now, you got to be focused on paying off debt, getting that emergency fund. Baby step three is is, is next. 
and then you're on your way. And that the, margin will free you up to focus on the entrepreneurial it ventures. It will. Yeah. I learned a lot. I can't wait to tell Stacy what I learned about Absolutely. The, the new improved baby wipe. Very what a time exciting. to be alive. It is. Very exciting. This is The Ramsey Show. Did you know, statistically, when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family, that women are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured than men? This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past. But a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay-at-home moms all need term life insurance. Rates are actually lower for women, which is why I send you to Xander Insurance. They shop the top term life companies to find the lowest rates available. You can compare rates online at Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is something every family has to deal with. That's Xander.com or 800-356-4282. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Kid Colvin. I'm joined by George Campbell. We're here for you this hour, taking your phone calls about money, life, work, relationships, and, and so forth. I, uh, <laughs> I'm i sorry. I'm still, I got a little chuckle still. We're lots of conversation from our last uh, segment. So here we go. I'm going to focus, and we're going to Chris in Bismarck, North Dakota. Chris, how can we help? Hey, can you hear me? Loud and clear, sir. What's going on? Hey, yeah, so I uh, recently started a uh, construction business about six months ago. Oh, nice. And business has been debt-free, and me and my wife are almost debt-free, just our mortgage on our house. So since I started the business, our budget and kind of everything to keep that out of debt was, you know, our budget and everything kind of got thrown out the window. So now that we're a little bit into it, kind of have a a pulse for our income with the business, Um, trying to trying to figure out how we should budget, how much I should pay myself from the business, and how to kind of make a formula for that. Sure. What uh, can you give us an idea what your cash flow situation is, what you're bringing in? So so far the business it seems you know it's it's really up and down, but it seems like it's about an average of maybe uh, five to six grand profit. Okay. A month, and that includes so, after paying you, or no. That, no, that's that's what I'm trying to. All right, that's what I thought. Okay, great. So that's five or yeah. six grand, but we're not paying you yet. All right. Are you making right. any money anywhere else? Any income? Uh, my wife she has a couple part time jobs, and so far that's just been going into our uh, emergency fund, trying to build that up a little bit further. All right, great. So you're living off what your wife makes, and you got five to six, or average five to six k in profit from the construction company. Is that all sitting in a savings account? Um, yeah, I mean, I've been pulling out what I need to, to pay myself. It's, it's in its own business account and I've just been pulling 
as I need to to, to okay. pay our, right, our expenses. Okay, that's where I'm confused because I asked you if you if of that profit you were paying yourself, and you said no. But now you're saying you've been oh. pulling some out. Yeah, yeah. I guess it, that's that's five grand of what the company makes, and that's that's total. So out of that five grand ish, I've just been able to just just pull money as I need it. Okay. Do you have any savings the, for the company? For the company, yeah, it's it's right right close to ten grand with accounts payable. Okay. All right. So beyond your overhead, your expenses, all of that, how much could you pull from the profits? I mean, if I if I wanted to, since the business is debt free and once everything's paid, I could probably take you know, three to four grand a okay. month. So let's say you start paying yourself a salary of four grand a month. That's 48,000 a year, mm-hmm. year one. And mm-hmm. then your goal is to increase that every year as you have more and more profit and you start to get a handle on the overhead. And you're, you're putting some of this right. in retained earnings and savings for the business as well from that profit. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure yeah. out. How well, much you've got, he's got me, 10, how much you can in the business. Uh, so you've got $10,000 in the company savings account right now. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm George. I'm going to be Is a little enough? bit. I, I think I'd be more conservative, George. I'd kind of want to see him try to limit himself, if possible, to maybe twenty five hundred a month. Let's say he keeps that average of five thousand. This is a rule of thumb. I want to get what your take is, George. There's no hard and fast rule. Just putting there it isn't. out there. But I'd just be conservative right now if I were you, Chris, in your shoes. Well, especially in construction. I mean, exactly. that equipment is expensive. Right. And so I'd want to build up the company's retained earnings. That's what we call it in Entree Leadership. We talk about savings for a company. I'd probably be paying myself half of, so let's let's say on a $6,000 profit month, maybe pay yourself three and put three in retained earnings account. I want to, you know, I'm going to make Until some sacrifices personally so that I can build up the safety gland and the, and the preparation for this construction company, which hopefully we get to a point where you got six months of your income in that account. You see where I'm going with this? Right. Yeah. As you grow yeah, it, and that's great. you know, now once, right. once it gets right. going and you're spitting off more profit, you know, I think that formula changes. You pay yourself more, save a little less. And as it grows, mm-hmm. things might change as you might, you know, hire a few team members. Is that the goal for you? Um, you know, that's kind of a possibility, probably not anytime soon. But, yeah, the biggest thing right now is just, um, you know, the business is, is doing well enough on its own where I feel like I can try to pay myself consistently yeah. and then budget from that, you know. Our, I think our you're minimum. right. I think you're right. Yeah. You're, you're doing it the, the right way. Have you read the book Entree Leadership yet? No, I haven't. Okay, that'll be our gift to you today. Uh, you're already living out a lot of the principles in that book. This is Dave Ramsey's number one best-selling book, How He Built This Place from a Card Table in His Living Room to the Empire It Is Today with 1,100 team members and a whole campus. And you're doing it right. The biggest piece here is doing it all debt-free. And you've done that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're moving at the speed of cash. and. Yeah. You're willing to pay yourself a small amount right now as you grow this thing. And so I would make it a personal goal to increase my salary every year. And when you're a business yeah. owner like that, there could be a lot more margin. You might have an amazing year and you pay yourself a hundred grand. Yeah. And you've got the savings and you're you're doing it the right way. So we're gonna send you that book. Yeah. I think it'll help walk you through that. You can also listen to the Entree Leadership Podcast, which I hope where we're helping leaders and business owners win every single day. Yeah. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, it's great show. Yeah. And and Chris, you're doing it the right way. Grow slow, 
you know, and, and, and be okay being small, right? Small and slow is the way to get this thing going, this construction company, because it is a, it is a customer based business in the sense of they start talking about you. Hey, Chris did a good job on this. Chris did a good, and they start spreading the word. You're going to have more work than you can keep up with. And then that puts you in a really great place. As George was saying, as you have to maybe go out and, and, and do some, you know, subcontracting and things like that. So you're off to a good start. Really proud of you. I love seeing a guy start something like that and having ten grand in savings, no debt on the business. You it's don't amazing. see that a lot, especially no. in construction, because it's very tempting, uh, and you can make a reasonable case if you're not anti-debt the way we are. That oh, I got to have this equipment. I had to go get this fifty grand uh, tractor, Ken, to get this yeah. thing started. Yeah, exactly. I love how you talked about it. it. Feels like you know a lot about tractors. I know just enough to yeah, be dangerous. That's right. Kevin is up next in Boise, Idaho. Kevin, how can we help? Thank you for taking my call, guys. I am 65 years old. Uh, I turn 66 next month. I own my own business. I'm planning on continuing working. I'm also planning on taking my Social Security March of 2023. Should I use part of my Social Security to pay for long-term insurance as we are already putting in 15 to 20% into retirement, Roth, IRA, whatever. Uh, we're also 100% debt-free. Thank you, Dave and staff. Um, and we have five to six months already in emergency fund. And what should we do with the rest of the 55, with the Social Security money, I mean, um, after, after we start collecting it? Awesome. We just took a 30-day year, just took a 30-day European vacation paid in full. Hey! Um, that's pretty go. awesome. So how much is the long-term insurance going to cost you? I'm going to say probably five to 600 a month. Okay. And have you shopped that with our, with our friends at Xander Online? I have not, but I'm going to, yes. Okay, make sure you do your homework on that to make sure you're getting the best rate. And so you can jump on RamseySolutions.com and do that. But once you have that number, now it becomes part of your monthly budget, and you are still running this okay. business. How much, What's your household income? Um, we, we made 42000 last year, and still we're able to take months off and all that, so we're good. You're living on a lot less than you make. That's fantastic. That's right. Okay, what's in your nest egg? Uh, we have probably eight to ten months of emergency fund. But beyond that, do you have any uh, investing? Any IRAs, four hundred one ks? Yeah. yeah. What's oh, yeah. in that? I, I've got Ross. I've got IRAs. What's it add up to? Eighty thousand in that. Eighty thousand. Okay. So the question is, how are we going to long-term plan for retirement, and then what is the best use of the money in the different buckets? And so, are you working with a financial right. advisor right now? Yes, I am. Okay. I would sit down with them and make a game plan, not just for the next year, but hey, what does the next 10 years look like? When can I actually retire? And then how can I use that social security best? You know, Should I use some of the tax advantage money first to cover the long-term care versus using my social security? I would start with the social security for now, but I'm curious to see what a full plan would look like as you map out all the different buckets you have to utilize it. Because you might live another 30 years. And so I don't want you to run out of money either. Yeah, absolutely. But boy, is he in great shape and uh, coming, off the, uh, coming off the 30-day trip to Europe, George. Debt-free. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get a postcard. I haven't seen one from Kevin. Did you see? I will did await. you get one? We'll have to just Google pictures for now. Yeah. By the way, we uh, we just recently had dinner, uh, the Camels and the Colmans. Maybe we should do a European uh, couples trip. I, I don't, don't know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you seem very excited about that. We'll get the wives together on that one. <laughs> Uh, we may not vacation together. We do love doing the Ramsey Show together.
Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. We're thrilled that you're with us. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by George Camel. Tonight's big night, George. It is. Do you have your healthy popcorn ready? Do you have your Orville Redenbacher's movie theater butter ready? I got a box of it at home. I got okay. a box. What are we talking about? Well, tonight is the big viewing party where you're premiering the very popular runaway hit, Borrowed Future. We're launching it on YouTube tonight at 7 p.m. Central, 8 Eastern. Borrowed Futures, our award-winning documentary that uncovers the dark side of the student loan industry. It's an incredible watch. It's gripping. Make you sick to your stomach. Make you angry. But it is good, good, good to watch it. Watch it with your kids. Watch it with your family. Uh, It's going to be awesome. Uh, and then after tonight, you can view Borrowed Future on YouTube for free on demand. The film is still available on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Google Play, and RamseySolutions.com, where you can rent it ad-free. So we want you to see this for your own information, but also to spread the word, help us disrupt the toxic student loan industry. Join us tonight for the Borrowed Future watch party on the Ramsey Show's YouTube channel. Uh, George and I will not be... Uh, appearing live uh, that's fair to say as as you know in the corner somewhere like mystery science theater you know that, that there was some talk of that. that the director's cut yeah well honestly i wanted to do it but george's people wouldn't work with us uh my I'm people sorry. talked to george's people and we couldn't come together on the whole deal uh james may show up if there's free popcorn because he's never turned down a free meal in his life i do love some movie and a popcorn you can't beat that and yeah. it's it's an hour and a half long so you yeah. know you'll still make it before bedtime it's at seven central and seriously, get get the, a crew together, get some friends, get the kids, and go, hey, we're watching this. Incentivize them if you have to. Get them some dinner beforehand, their favorite meal, and go, we're going to watch this, and we want to have a conversation after yeah. it's over. Uh, would that include TV trays? Or oh, we I gonna... miss a good TV tray. No, don't you? Well, if you're going to sit down and watch it. Yes. Yeah. Bring those back. Yeah, those are great. Apparently, cloth diapers and cloth baby wipes are back. It's all it's all. So we'll circle. bring the TV trays as well. So there you go. All right, back to the phones we go. Eva joins us in Dayton, Ohio. Eva, how can we help? Hello, hello. How are you doing? Uh, we're having a blast. How can we help? I hear you. And with the popcorn, I hear you. Yeah, come on, Eva. <laughs> What's your favorite popcorn? Uh, the the old-fashioned and the big, huge pop uh, and the big, huge pop. With oh. some oil and just let it shake, you know. You have come on. Well, I'm 60, so you have come to on, it. Eva. You put the, so you're talking about just pouring the kernels in yeah. with the oil. See, Eva gets yeah. it. Come yeah. on. Uh, do do you do any stuff. salt, Eva? Any salt on it? No, I just do butter. Just butter. All right, all right. To each his own. Eva, how can we help? <laughs> okay, I moved from Arkansas to Dayton um, when I got a phone. When I called home, my mom was crying on the phone. Hmm. Um, I get here less than two weeks after I get home. Um, she has an ascending aorta aneurysm. Oh, my. Mm. Yeah. I wasn't here two weeks, and she passes out. Hmm. Of course, she sends me to go get her ice cream, and my son is in the yard. And um, my question is, I worked in Arkansas, uh, worked all the way up until I moved here. Mm-hmm. And haven't worked a full-time job, a no job. I've just been caring for my mom because one thing went from shingles, aneurysm, to something else, to something else, and I'm still caring for her now. Oh, my. Uh, Yeah. I get a letter in the mail yesterday. IRS is telling me I owe them $3,764.37. Now, I need to find out, or I need... I need y'all's help. Yeah, sure. Because, 
And uh, do you know what I'm, that's referring to? Is it clear it in the say, letter? It doesn't say anything in the letter about it. It's just, it's like one of those, you know how they payment, internal revenue service. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And, and they that, try to make it scary. Have and, you verified yeah. this? Uh, I called, and, you know, you have to stay on, on hold for about 12 years. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, they don't yeah. actually have a human uh, yeah. there to help you after they send yeah. you a letter like that. It's classic right. federal government. How are they yeah. asking for payment? Oh, now, here's the, here's the biggest part. Uh-oh. Now, oh, here's the greatest thing. On their back page, it says, oh, if you, we can settle this and not give any interest you will not be to prevent any interest applicable penalties from continuing from continuing pay the amount by November seventh. Wow, if I had that, you know, hey. I, I don't know if this sounds legit. I think Eva. it might be a scam. Are you serious that they have I would not pay a dime until I hear from them directly <laughs> and you contact them. And so I know that stinks to be on the phone. Contact them no, whatever way really. you can. Because, yeah, I've tried and tried. I was on the phone probably. I laid the phone down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get a good household project. Just leave that thing on hold. (laughs) 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 Oh, yeah. I've been there. You can fold a couple loads of laundry before they pick up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wash clothes, do a car, all of that. Did they tell you what this is for? It doesn't say what it's for. An annual reminder, balance due of tax. Yeah, I don't know if this is legit. If after seven years and you haven't been working, have you been filing yeah. any kind of return? Do you have any no, income? None. None at all. None. And it's the little IRS feel, you know, the little scales with the eagle. I think that's the eagle or whatever yeah, it is. Nobody knows. Nobody wants to look at the IRS letterhead long right. enough to know and what I'm, it is. <laughs> well, I'll give you some homework to do, Eva. Go to irs.gov slash help. Okay. irs.gov. Slash help. And there's a there's a section there that says letter from the IRS. I want mm-hmm. you to read through that, and it will help you gauge if this is a legitimate letter from them or not. Okay. Okay. But do your homework, and don't pay a dime until you verify this with them. Oh, yeah. And if you do owe it, you got to get this monkey off your back, and you're going to do whatever it takes to scrape together the money and get <laughs> What about of one of our tax advisors? I, I feel like they could help her Yeah, with it's this. worth uh, reaching out to one of them at RamseySolutions.com, and you can click on our recommended pros there and get in touch with a tax advisor and see Who will look at this letter strategies. and know whether it's legit, number one, and then number two, what to do to, 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 to get this thing cleared up. It feels, it feels very, very suspect to me. The kids, I think, call it sus. Uh, okay yeah uh, there i taught you a new word eva you can use that yeah, throw that yeah. around with the teens they'll think you're very cool <laughs> so ramseysolutions.com yes go under recommended pros yeah yeah it'll or, say it'll say ramsey recommends okay and okay. you want a tax advisor one of our trusted tax advisors tell them you called the show and okay. ken and george think that the letter is sus and okay. uh, that's all they need to hear and uh, George, okay. Yeah, I love that she's writing this down. It makes me <laughs> I so sure happy. Am. <laughs> and take in some of that fresh popcorn too. That, that'll, that'll help. Oh. I, oh, oh, bless your heart, Eva. I would not do anything until we verify, 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 verify on this. I mean, people are okay. getting scammed all the time on this. And yeah, and I'm, I'm, because when I, you know, I'm just, how are y'all taxing me? And I'm not, I haven't filed. In seven years. Well, my only I'm, thinking of it was back taxes and something wasn't right with an old tax yeah. return, and they're finally the getting last, around to it because they're slow as molasses. The last, yep, the last thing that I got was a refund 
and that was seven, eight years ago. That was probably about eight years ago. Mm. I got a refund. It wasn't. It was a whole hundred and something dollars. That's all. Okay. Well, um, here's what I want you to do. We want you to uh, take the advice that George gave you there uh, with the IRS website. Let's see what we can find out there. And then if you don't get any clarity there, I do think it's worth seeing one of our uh, Ramsey Trusted tax advisors to get to the bottom of this. And they will help you get to the bottom of it very quickly and, and, and efficiently. And, uh, and then bless your heart for taking care of your mom. I also want to encourage you to be thinking about some type of income. Uh, even though you're watching your mom, I, I want to see you uh, at least be working part-time and, and try to be bringing in some income once we get this thing settled. So thank you so much for calling. Uh, George, it's a, it's a scary thing, man, and, and bad, people, scams out there. bad people play on this stuff. You see anything on other IRS scams? There are, well, there's there should be letters. There should be a notice number or a letter number, either the top or bottom right-hand corner of that, that will actually go, oh, this is legit. If it doesn't have that, it's probably fake. Yeah. Absolutely. Good stuff there. Well, thank you so much for the call, Eva. Uh, For the rest of you, don't move. We got more of The Ramsey Show coming right up. This is The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman, and he is George Camel. We're thrilled to be with you. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Our scripture of the day comes from Luke 5, 16. But Jesus himself would often slip away to the wilderness and pray. Our quote from Nikola Tesla. Oh, George, this is for you today. That has nothing to do with actual Teslas. I know. But it's his last name. Sure. Inspired. I mean... Inspire me to greatness. Yeah. No, the whole brand is inspired by Tesla. Come on, you know this. His quote, be alone. That is the secret of invention. Be alone. That is when ideas are born. Do you find that to be true, George? I guess I'll leave you to it then, Ken. (laughs) Yeah, if you could leave the studio, that'd be great. No, do you find, uh, whether it be uh, behind the wheel of a car? uh, When you think uh, about it, some of the best ideas happen. You're you're on a run, you're in the car, you're in the shower, and a great idea happens. You know what it is for me? It's uh, yard work. Oh, I should try that sometime. Well, it's, you're allergic to everything. But uh, the idea of a monotonous task um, that is so mundane, what happens is the brain does fire, and it just gets really creative in that time. I so love that, that. Is, that is really good advice. We don't let culture. ourselves get bored enough in today's culture to even get there. That's exactly right. You know, just alone with your thoughts is a good thing. We need to do more of that. Uh, all right, to Kansas City, Missouri we go. Jonathan is there. Jonathan, how can we help? All right, how you doing, Kenny George? Man, we're having a blast. How can we help? Yes, sir. Um, my question is: been working at my job for seven years. It's union, so they have job postings. I'm a truck driver that does delivery driving outside in the weather, and I have an opportunity to switch to daytimes to become where I only bump docks and deliver, and I'm having trouble with it because. I am a single father, 
which means I would have to try to find daycare or a babysitter in the morning. Mm, okay. Um, hmm, that's a tough one because, uh, as you know, daycare is very, very expensive. Um, yes. So what's your situation now? Who's watching the kids when you're on the night shift? Right now, my mother watches my daughter, and if I can't get off in time, uh, my little sister will come pick her up, and I'll just go to my little sister's house and grab okay. her when I get off. So what's the, what, is the, what would the new schedule be? What would the hours be that you need to cover child care? Um, the hours are technically 8 to 4, but with myself being a truck driver, it could go to 8 to 6. Okay, so your daughter is not in school. Is that what I'm understanding? No, no, she's uh, only four months right now. Okay, gotcha. Well, you know, I, I wish I had a, a slick answer here that was just, hey, one, two, three, four, this is what you do. And I don't think it's that simple um, because of uh, you don't have the family that can watch the child during that time. And uh, it doesn't sound like you have many options there. And then uh, daycare is extremely expensive. Uh, and that would pretty much put you in a bad financial situation. Is that correct? Yes, it would. Where are you at right now financially? Uh, right now, I'm uh, currently on baby step two. Um, right, yeah, baby now, step two right now. How much debt do you have left? Uh, I have 50000 left. What kind of debt is that? Um, car loans, a little bit of student loans, um, and past mistakes I made from previous marriage. And what's your income? Income right now is sixty around sixty to sixty five thousand. It will be dropping down to fifty eight thousand uh if I was to take the position. Yeah, that was my worry is you get a drop in income and we have to now have extra expense with childcare. And so I don't see yes. how that would work logistically right now for you. It may in the future once we're out of debt, what's the car worth? Uh, my car, the car, the cars, uh, I don't have the cars anymore. But you said you had a car loan, but you still, you don't yes. have the car, but you're still paying on the loan? Uh, the loans are right now, and um, I'm paying on one of the loans from the car, even though I don't have it anymore. Where's the car? Because they took me to court. Um, they, they were repossessed. Oh, man. And you got multiple yeah. car loans? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I made a lot of bad mistakes in my past marriage. Yeah, that's all right. We're just trying to help you create a path forward here. What are your options with the repoed car? Um, right now, one of them uh, took me to court. This was before I actually got connected with you guys. So I made a settlement where I'm paying 250 a month until it's paid off. The other one, uh, I haven't been contacted from them yet but I know listening to you guys to try to have some money to where I can settle it for a cheaper price pennies on the dollar hopefully where's the other car I have neither one of them they're both repoed yeah I don't yeah oh man and you're just are you driving around the truck right now just for work Uh, oh no sir I um saved up and bought me a cash car okay Toyota good I'd like to know what you would identify as the best way, based on your area and your schedule and what you'd like to happen, for you to make more money. And especially in today's world where drivers are at a premium, 
Um, and I know you can't do over the road stuff because of the the child, but I just I, I wonder how we could make more money. I would be focusing on how can I raise my income to the point that where daycare, while expensive, would be something that I could offset and still get out of debt, still save. Because I feel like that's going to give you more freedom in your life too. Do you know what I mean? Where you're not in this night owl schedule and, and not getting to see your baby. And I, I just, I want you identifying and looking for opportunities that may be a lot more attractive financially for you to where you can then uh, afford the daycare. Yes, sir. I've also currently been um, searching for other jobs um, and trying to find something that could also pay me. It's just like I said, with the trucking business, Sometimes there's not really a set time That's right. where you would be Well, off. and to your point, to get out of the, the trucking business uh, is is something you need to be looking at. We, we have wages at an all-time high right now. Um, and, you know, George, he's in that $65,000 range. You know, to be able to make $25, $35 an hour in manufacturing and warehousing right now is very realistic. Yeah. Um, depending on the company, depending on the area. Uh, but to be able to have a set schedule where you can schedule your life around, I mean, this is doable, Jonathan. And, and um, you know, you, you've got to be uh, at this point going, okay, I've got skills and I've got some experience and I'm not limited to driving a truck. And it feels like there's a little bit of that on you. And um, I understand it because it's what you know. Um, but the reality is, is if you think, George, you know, what what you know if you're hiring somebody who's going to drive a truck you're looking for somebody who's dependable somebody's going to do what they're supposed to do show up when they're supposed to show up there's a lot of autonomy in that you got to get you know the car to go or, that's right but the ability to, to work you know in in manufacturing or warehousing which again we're seeing jobs explode that's why i'm specifically mentioning that uh there's a lot of the same crossover you don't have to have a ton of experience you just got to be dependable you got to be trainable, teachable, coachable, yeah. and uh, then you can get a, a situation where, you know, to offset that, George, what would you say to someone like him who's in a, a situation like that where you go, man, childcare is going to cost X amount a month, so salary after taxes to budget that, it is doable, but you're going to have to increase income. Yeah, because if we can go from 60 to 80, and even if we use that 20 to cover childcare, the gap, that still puts us in a better spot because now he's got a normal schedule. Yep. And... Uh, he has better quality of life, and that's something to consider in all of this, too. And Absolutely. You know, life has happened to Jonathan, and that's tough, man. When you've been knocked down like that, it's hard to get back up and believe in yourself and go, you know what? I am worth more than this. I am going to go hustle and find another gig. But a lot of even trucking jobs, I've been seeing a lot of bonuses these days, and so they're even jumping to a different company for a short period of time. You might get a bonus that helps you knock out some of this debt. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, maybe in the short term, he does get a trucking, another trucking job. He's working that crazy shift, but he's got, you know, his daughter is currently being taken care of by family. And so what he does is, is I'm going to pay off all that debt. I'm going to fix that. Then that gives me some more freedom. So a lot of options there, Jonathan. Keep your head up. You can do this. I promise. Thank you so much for the call. George, great hour. Thanks again, buddy. You're so fall festive. It's it's wonderful. You should go jump on a pile of leaves after the show. Hey, I want to thank the team behind the glass for keeping us on the air. And you, America, this is The Ramsey Show. Hey, folks, Ken Coleman here. Did you know The Ramsey Show is one of the most popular podcasts in the world? To get your daily dose of advice on life and money, check out all of our shows from The Ramsey Network 
wherever you listen to podcasts.